Hello, welcome to the show, and I'm Char, and I've got so much on my mind, so much to talk about, and hopefully this will just kind of come out and make sense, but there's just so much going on in the world, it's really hard to to stay with one thing, like stay on point with one thing. I mean, it's my ADD, baby, okay? Um... So, wow. So I guess there's just so much. So, Ghislaine Maxwell wanted to have her, um, uh, what's the word? Her her stuff, her, her, the stuff in her case to not be released. The judge ruled against it. I think we're getting that on Monday. I think it's already been released, but I don't know that, that anybody's, processing or doing anything or publicizing anything until Monday for, for whatever reason that was what I saw on Twitter um, the other thing was the uh, ooh, wow. was um, well of course we had Herman Cain passed away there was another one that passed away too. Lewis passed away. Um, and I feel like I need a drum roll or something here. Okay, so we had the Senate hearing. I, I'm not even sure what we're supposed to call that because that was certainly anything but a Senate hearing. But we had that Tuesday, and it is it's almost Friday. It's Thursday night, which... Tomorrow's my birthday, by the way. So, we had the Senate hearing and w- for A.G. Barr. And I, you know, personally, I think that was a disaster in a way. And then in another way, it was really good because it really just showed the Democrats' true colors. I actually was watching the whole thing, and I just got a headache. I just, I got a headache from everybody pounding the gavel, reclaiming their time, talking over him, not letting him speak, um, being really rude. And I, I just, I got so angry and I went to walk away and I said, you know, I really need to listen to this, but dang, you know, like you you need some aspirin to listen to this crap, right? It was awful. And, um, you know, one person on Twitter said, you know, the the Senate actually had a hearing before Barr. <laughs> I was just, it's, it's actually true because they really just showed their true colors. They showed how evil and nasty they are. You know, he he was very cordial, very pleasant. He did get a little jab in there. You know, he did mention. Uh, uh, they asked him a question about investigating something. He said, "You know, it's not like ordering up a pizza." And, of course, the, you know, they wanted to shut that down really quick because they knew exactly what he was talking about there. And um, it's just, there's so much um, that we could talk about with that. That, thing, that was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. And then, the, you know, later on that evening, one of the, the people that I was listening to, I, I think she was really... There was two women that really just gave me a headache. And it was one of them, and I I don't remember her name um, off the top of my head. But, um, you know, she said that he was rude and talking over women. Shoot, they didn't let the man talk. Everything that they did to him is, is what they accused him of. And he really just sat there like silent as a little lamb. And um, I would say lamb going before slaughter. But, you know, a lot of people thought this was, you know, this turned out good. I, I thought it was almost pointless. You know, why did they have them there or have have him there? Uh, they asked him a question. He went to answer and they wouldn't let him answer. And then he said, it's my hearing. I thought you wanted me, you know, me to be heard. And, of course, they just rolled right over that. And, uh, it, you know, it was a circus. 
It was a circus. Anybody who voted for anybody that was on that Senate hearing, you should be ashamed of yourself. You really should be ashamed for putting these ass clowns in power. And they were just drunk with this uh, imaginary power. They ha- they're really powerless. Every one of them, somebody went uh, and looked them up. Every one of those people on that Senate hearing committee had pending charges. And you could tell this was personal. This was a vendetta because I'd never just seen so much nastiness in all my life. Other than, you know, like a rolling on the ground, you know, knock down, drag out kind of fight, fight. But this was just, it was just nasty. It was so ruthless and ridiculous. And I I honestly, you know, if I didn't think things were getting better in America, and, and I know they are, but if I didn't think they were getting better, I would have been ashamed of my country just watching that. It was horrible. It, it was just, it was a circus. It was nothing more, nothing less. It was a damn circus. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And all of those people are guilty of a variety of crimes trying to project. And in in the process, they are trying to make Trump look bad. They're trying to make A.G. Barr look bad. And when it's all said and done, all they really did was just show how bad they were. And so when, you know, people are talking about their crimes on the Internet, it's going to be real hard to say, you know, that that's some made-up stuff. That's not true because people are going to believe it now because they've seen the ugliness it was just like walking into a lion's den. It was awful. And um, they, they tried to say that he perjured himself. And when he went to answer the, the question of uh, whether or not he may have perjured himself from another hearing that he had, I guess the first hearing, um, they, they wouldn't let him speak. So, it it was dog and pony show, circus, whatever you want to call it. And at the end of the day, I I when it was all over, I I just I set my phone down. Actually, I was, I had it casting to my TV. Set my phone down, powered it off, shut the TV off, and I had to just I just had to woosah, you know. And, and and clear my head. I had such a headache. It was ridiculous. Imagine if you're the one sitting there, though, being bombarded with questions and being treated very badly, not being able to eat or go to the bathroom, not, no lunch or nothing. I mean, what the hell was that? Who does that? It's like we're living in a third world country. No, you can't go to the bathroom. No, you can't eat. We're in the middle of a hearing that you can't even speak at. And they were so rude to him. He did say, uh, the lady said something like, you know, we've waited all this time to get you here. And, you know, so I want to have my time. I want to reclaim my time. And he said, you waited, you, you wanted me to come here to talk to me like that? <laughs> that was terrible. Um, I mean, it was good for him, but you know, it's, it's terrible that something even had to be said like that. Truth be told. So there you have it. You know, it was just just a big dog and pony show. It was just it, it was just a lot of bullshit. Truth be told, just a lot of bullshit. And um. So now um, the big talk is, you know, kids going back to school and Trump wants, you know, kids to be going back to schools. And 
I guess these schools that are not opening or refusing to open because of, you know, the fake virus thing. So, you know, uh, Trump is saying, you know, I'll just we'll withhold, you know, money. We'll give it to the parents. The school board doesn't need anything. So I, I imagine that will clear itself up really quick because they, they don't want to give that money away. They, they don't want to give that to the people. And the truth is a lot of parents can only work when their kids are in school or daycare. You know, back in the day when I was growing up, it was okay to be a latchkey kid. You know, it was just, that's just what everybody did. Nowadays, it, you can't. Especially with these people out here kidnapping kids and sacrificing them to the devil or whatever it is they're doing. It's terrible. As a matter of fact, uh, Asheville had two, I, I, I think, now I, I read this online. So I don't know because I, I don't watch, I, I just don't watch mainstream news anymore. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> it just uh, blows my mind. But, um, so somebody had posted on Facebook that, uh, about their nephew, I think it was, uh, was almost kidnapped. A gentleman approached him, tried to, you know, get out of the car and get him to get in the car and he got away. Um, but somebody else, uh, was posting or sharing that whole, um, post and said that this was the second one, I think it was in a day. So, y'all hang on to your kids, man. Just be really careful. You know, when you're sending them to school, I, I don't I don't know. You know, you, you might need to, until all this Pizzagate stuff is done and these people are put in prison or executed, you know, make sure your kids get into the building and then pick them up afterwards or have somebody designated to pick them up. Because I, I don't know. You know, the world's getting to be... It's pretty weird. There's a lot of desperate people out there to do their their dirty, desperate crap. So we need to take care of our kids. And if you see something, say something. You know, if, if something doesn't look right, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions because, you know, these kids, they, they, they obviously need uh, adult supervision to keep them safe. That's the whole concept of having parents, you know, we're not just born and then we just get up and walk away and say, thanks, see ya. No, we have to be raised, right? We, we, we come on our parents for comfort, security, health, food, you know, our nourishment. So, you know, they need adult supervision at all times, especially right now with this Pizzagate and these people kidnapping children and raping children. Um, you know, it, it's, it, and President Trump even said, you know, this is an ancient thing, but it is more prevalent now than it ever has been in human history. We have to hang on to our children. And you know what? Look out for your neighbor's children. Look out for the children in your neighborhoods. You don't, if you see something that don't look right, say something. You know, if you have to run off, you know, a car or a stranger, do that. Do that. Call the police. You know, uh, ask the kids if they're okay. You know, if they're scared, you know, um, come up with it. You know, think about things. You know, when I was a police officer... Um, you know, we, there's, there's just a certain mindset, maybe, maybe it's things that you kind of go over, you know, in your career, but you always think about your scenarios. And if this happens, this is what you need to do. And, you know, as a woman, um, you know, when I'm out by myself, you know, I always have to consider a scenario. So, you know, if I were attacked or if I, if my car broke down and I'm by myself, you know. What is my game plan? You know, and, you know, do this. You don't even have to ask anybody. You know, just have a game plan for how you're going to react or what you're going to, you know, say or do if you see something that doesn't quite look right. You know, there's been people trying to nab children right here in Asheville in the Walmart. So, you know, 
say or do something because these kids they they don't know that kind of danger that surrounds them they don't know that they are prey for really dirty people because we don't we don't really teach them necessarily to be fearful to that degree right we we teach them you know uh, to kind of use caution and you know things like that but we don't really teach them that hey there's people out there that want to grab you and you know sell you on the market and rape you and um you know drain out your blood drink your blood so they can stay young and and they're going to sacrifice you to the devil we don't we don't teach children that. Oh, my God, how horrible would that be, right? So we're the adults. We need to watch for these children. It takes a village, right? We need to watch out for the kids around you. In schools, in malls, in your neighborhood, anything, you know, something doesn't look right, you know, call the police or say something, you know, help the child first, you can always call 911, you know, later. But, you know, get tag numbers, you know, what, whatever it takes. Come up with a game plan and decide how you're going to react and act if you see something that's not right. But either way, our children do need to go back to school. And we just have to exercise a lot of caution. And, you know... We all need to be looking out for the children in, in our community. Every one of us, whether you have kids or not, is irrelevant. We are responsible for all the children within our own communities. Not just in Asheville, it's everywhere. This is a podcast going out everywhere. So, all of us. We all owe that to the children. You know, in the United States, this is just the United States. There's so many more worldwide. But in the United States, over 800,000 children go missing per year and end up being trafficked. 800,000, that's almost a million. That's 200,000 shy of a million. And that's, one is too many. But that's insanity. 800,000, that's almost a million children a year. And honestly, I don't even know what kind of numbers that would be, but a lot of them won't make it. It's our responsibility to bring that number way down, down to zero. That's our responsibility. It's our community. may not be your child, but it is your child, if that makes any kind of sense to you. All children are your children. Doesn't matter if you're a grandma, great-grandma, a mom, a dad. Doesn't matter. Maybe you have no children. Every child in the community is your child. And what kind of guilt would you feel if you didn't act and then found out that was a child that was kidnapped? Maybe you didn't make it because you didn't act. Think about that. So... You know, things are getting real in the world. A lot of people are waking up and realizing that, you know, it's not all uh, butterflies and rainbows. And I know a lot of us have been busy. We're busy. We work. You know, we we do whatever. We, We live our lives, and we don't even realize what's going on. And I knew about Pizzagate for years, but I did not know how many children in the United States come up missing. You hear of, you know, one here and one there. You don't hear of a lot. And it doesn't matter if they're nabbed or if they're runaways. 
all of them are in danger. So do your do your part. You know, do your thing. That's your job. I'm going to commission you with that task. That's your that's your job. Second job, only job, whatever. That's your job. Do that. So we have a lot of stuff that's been going on. Now, we also had, now I know it's it's been, you know, more than a week out on the Wayfair thing, and I have not had a whole lot of success with broadcasting. I think we got it figured out with the uh, the company, our hosting company for the um, radio, and right now I'm just podcasting. Um, I've got to, I've got to get a couple things worked out with the radio, but um, it looks like I'm, I'm back on the air now. It's just... Uh, you know, um, scheduling and putting putting something together, and everybody wants to come and visit me now. So I got family coming, and it's gonna be a little hard to to do a dedicated show at the same time every day uh, until that ends. So I will be sporadic with um, radio content, but in the meanwhile, I can do the podcast, and I'm trying to figure out how to get the podcast up podcasts uploaded to the radio so they can just do a replay and then that way when um when I am unable to do content it will be there but I am having a lot of issues with that because the the radio hosting I thought it needed it in mp3 I thought that's how I put my music on there and it, it's apparently not it's rejecting mp3 so then i tried mp4 i'm i'm having a lot of issues with uh getting everything on youtube as well so right now we're we're podcasting and trying to get it all get all the kinks worked out so you know it is what it is it's a learning curve and um we'll get it together sooner later I hope but at any rate uh yeah so these are the things that I've had on my mind you know the Wayfair thing broke out and then of course um you know with Wayfair Ellen DeGeneres ended up being tied to that because she has uh a furniture line I guess um on Wayfair and with some somebody else and it's actually somebody right down the mountain here in North Carolina. Um, so I am going to do a little digging on on that furniture um, thing. I don't have that in front of me. I don't have the name of them in front of me. But they're down in Morganton. And she has a uh, an alleged furniture line. Now, in case you don't know haven't heard don't understand how it all comes together um a lot of children are trafficked via uh, as furniture pieces and or as uh, a lot of times they'll they'll put them in a box and they call it live art i don't even understand how that concept comes to be but um, so live art or furniture pieces that have to be moved quickly. So Wayfair does have to be complicit um, because they they know that that package that somebody's paying, you know, like for a hundred dollar bookcase, you know, they're paying ten, fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars or twenty thousand. You know, they they know that that one's got to move really fast, and so then you've got people that that are delivering and I'm, I'm sure you know to some degree people have to suspect something I, I don't really understand that necessarily you know but anyway um so you have Ellen DeGeneres who's selling stuff on there and then the next day or so um her mother or stepmother her, her mother I guess did a video oh poor Ellen she was sexually abused by her stepfather blah 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 and maybe that's true I don't know but you know this is not something that ever came out until the Wayfair thing came out the whole Wayfair scandal was just put right out there and it turns out you know it's it's an Amazon problem an eBay 
I think Etsy. Uh, it's really just problematic everywhere, except Wayfair only sells their own stuff. And that's where there's a little bit of a problem because they tried to say, you know, kind of like an Amazon thing. Well, you know, we have third-party sellers. Well, that's just not true because the only third-party seller that I've seen or that's been named on uh, all these, uh, you know, tweets and stuff that's going around about Wayfair is I think it was called a WSX or something like that. And that is actually owned by Wayfair. So it's their own company within a company. And there's nothing wrong necessarily with that. It just means that you know what you're doing. You know what you're selling. You ain't tricking nobody. So, um, yeah, that whole thing blew up. And then, um, so now uh, Ellen's in trouble. Her show's been canceled. Um, I want to say, and, I, and I'm not sure how exactly, I don't know if Oprah fits in this um you know, with the whole Wayfair thing or not. But I do know that Oprah is very guilty as well um, with child trafficking. And so Oprah's show's been canceled. Jimmy Kimmel's been canceled. Uh, I want to say there's another one. Uh, Well, then there's the guy in, I think he's in England, Piers Morgan. He's been canceled. And all of these people are tied to... Epstein and or Pizzagate in some form or fashion. So their names come up. So we, you know, really need to consider this, you know. um, You know, you have to kind of raise your eyebrows and say, wow, what's going on here? So basically what it comes down to, y'all, Hollywood is on effing fire they're all going to hell in a handbasket. Hey, by the way, Ricky Gervais, when he did the um, Golden Globe Awards this year, he really did a roast on Hollywood and called them out for being pedophiles and uh, whatnot. And then, of course, we have Isaac Cappy, and he did a nice little ditty, and uh, he did a live YouTube before he died, I don't know that I believe that he's he's dead. I think, I think a lot of people um, within, you know, that are famous, I, I believe a lot of them fake their deaths. And I think there's, because there's a lot of NDAs and this and that, and I, I think that they, um, which is a non-disclosure agreement, um, I think that that's their only way out is to fake their death and i don't know if you know all their pals in hollywood or whatever i don't know if they they know that but i i I, you know i'm quite certain um jfk jr john john uh was said to have faked his death uh him and his wife and the wife's sister and um you know a lot of cute people are kind of looking for you know him to resurface and I believe that that may happen soon. Um, there's a big story, you know, behind that and how uh, the FBI or DOJ, probably DOJ, um, contacted him and said that um, Hillary Clinton had put an explosive device on his own plane. It's funny how everybody around Hillary Clinton dies. Everybody that, all her friends and all the people that piss her off. You know, everybody dies around Hillary. So sad. It really is. It's it's really sad. Um, it's sad that she gets away with it and that we can even joke about it. That's, you know, it's, it's terrible that it's so public and she still shows her face. There's no shame. No shame in that woman. None whatsoever. So, yeah, there, there's just, there's a lot that's going to come out. So, you know, a lot of people are not ready for the information, so you don't know um, how deep the child trafficking and Epstein goes. So, you know, underneath that temple thing on the, on, on Epstein's island, they had, um, 
like dungeons. They they had uh well first off they had tunnels and Disney Walt Disney Disney World down there in Florida had uh cruise lines or maybe it was um via submarine. Either way, they they had a package where you could go to uh, little St. James Island, which is Epstein's Island. And uh, I, don't, I don't know how much it was. I just remember seeing something, um, pictures on the internet of a brochure. And so they were, a lot of, a lot of things happened by submarines so that people could avoid having their names come up on um, flight logs. Um, cruise lines, you know, have to keep a log of people, things like that. So, you know, there, there was a lot of secret stuff. And Ghislaine Maxwell drove a submarine. I mean, as evil as she is, I mean, it's a cool points there. I mean, I don't know anybody that can drive a submarine. I mean, maybe if I met some military people, but I, I haven't even met anybody that, you know, operates a submarine. <laughs> Who knew? I never, and that one was kind of new to me, actually. Um, I just learned that a couple months back. So that was a shocker for me. But, yeah, so, you know, there and, and what they were doing under this, in these dungeons on Epstein Island, um, you know, it wasn't just rape. There was child sacrifices. There's a lot of stuff that's not come out in mainstream um, news, um, there's a lot of stuff about Epstein's case and Ghislaine Maxwell's case that have not come out yet. And the reason why is because the public can't handle it. Because when you first learn about Pizzagate and what's happening to children, it's so, it's, it's heartbreaking You'll cry. You'll cry for days, weeks, maybe even months. And then you get mad. And then you kind of question, what can I do to stop that, to make a difference? Or what did I do that maybe aided that situation whether you knew it or not, you know, I mean, but you know, if, if you, if you, if you turn away when you see, you know, somebody dragging a kid out of the grocery store or something, you know, um, you know, maybe if you'd have said something, you know, I, I, you know, there, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of emotions that will come out, but there's a lot of really bad stuff um where these children were not just uh raped they're tortured and tortured to death and they think that it's funny you know oh and then and then another big thing that came out over the last um two weeks was chrissy teigen and uh john legend uh, i guess chrissy teigen in particular uh had a lot of tweets about being a pedophile pretty open about it and um and then something about going to the hollydale now i am i was really shocked to learn this so the hollydale is a restaurant in la that uh is oh what do you call it um cannibalistic restaurant it's cannibal cannibalism cannibal uh menu and um the young lady that opened that uh i don't know her first name but i know her last name was bellinoff and she is somerset bellinoff's daughter so if you don't know who somerset bellinoff is well, that's a lot of that's a lot of digging right there. There's a rabbit hole and a half right there, but she's the most evil human being 
alive. Uh, it was said that she met with uh, Billy Graham at one time years ago. And he wanted to pray for her or whatever. And she laughed at him and said, I know your God and your God is about, I don't know how many levels down below her God or something like that. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy talk. And... Um, <clears throat> Anyway, yeah, so they're they're pretty evil, and then uh, so so a lot of people question whether or not it's the Belanoff family or the Pesors, and the Pesors are the uh, French. I don't know if they're royalty, but they're French anyway. I think they're royalty though, the wealthiest people in the world. And I I don't know, you know, I don't know. If maybe Bezos has them beat as far as the how much money they have by now because he's a pretty damn wealthy dude. But, yeah, so so there's a lot of stuff that's going to come out, and everything is so interconnected. And, you know, it was told to Donald Trump that taking down the deep state would not be in his best interest because we need their economy to survive. Now, if you noticed, the uh, the economy's tanking right now. He's taking them down. The economy's tanking. But don't panic. There's a lot of really good news coming out of that. But let me let me share this with you. The reason why the economy is going to, to tank, it's absolutely going to decimate our economy, and Trump knows that. He's not coming right out and, and just saying. He can't tell you everything that they're, they're doing because there's a lot of people, you know, we're peeling back layers, and there's a lot of people that are being arrested and charged and... Um, are going to most likely be executed for crimes against humanity, um, financial crimes, uh, and being traitors. There's a lot of ties with uh, the um, the Chinese... Um, oh, it just left my mind. I can't even believe that. So the the Chinese, I, I, I want to say the Chinese Republic or something like that. The, the, the terrorists. And, um, you know, the ones that are doing the TikTok thing and, and uh, the Equifax breach and all this other. Um, they're, they're the ones behind it. But anyway, um, there's there's so much that's intricately woven, and child trafficking is so big. So imagine this, if you will. If they went out and arrested everyone, there would be a lot of people in D.C., probably 95% of Hollywood, all of these things are collapsing. And this is why Hollywood is not putting out any more uh, movies or, or anything. There, there's no new content right now. Of course, nobody nobody can go and watch a movie, but that's their excuse. Um, but they know what's getting ready to go down. And these are the people that speak out the loudest against Trump. So... When all of these people are finally arrested, you're going to have people that, like I said, D.C. and Hollywood, you're going to have um, bankers, doctors, lawyers, uh, people in large corporations, CEOs, CFOs. They all 
are either maybe involved, complicit to some degree, or investing in each other's stuff. So this is so intricately woven that when all of these people are finally arrested, and Trump's going after every one of them, when that finally happens, our economy is going to absolutely be decimated. <sighs> Blown out of the water. The world is going to stop. But there's good news. There's some good news. Trump has a plan. And this is actually something that's been in the works for uh, about 20 years. Um, maybe a little bit more. Um, but there is a thing called Nasara. It's N-E-S-A-R-A. N is in Nancy. E-S-A-R-A. Nasara. And you might find some information on Jasara too. Jasara is more of the, the global. So, you know, a lot of people get wigged out by this. This is not the new world order. This is not a bad thing at all. This is really good. And it's going to be extremely critical that we have Nasara in place because, like I said, when these people are all rounded up, it's it, game over. Now, Trump has already taken over the Federal Reserve. The IRS is being absorbed. It's a nice way of saying they're completely shut down. They're being absorbed by the Treasury, the Department of the Treasury. So we still have the Treasury, uh, but, it, you know, the... So there's, um, he's taken over basically the Fed. And that was interesting how that actually went down. But it, it is what it is. And I'll, I might get into that a little bit later if I have time. So there, there is no IRS. He is in control of all the money, not just in the USA. Remember, when he was inaugurated in January of 2017, come May, he started globetrotting. I think I talked about this in the first um uh, podcast. I'm, I I don't remember. I, I've recorded so many, and then they wouldn't upload, and I got disgusted. So I don't I don't know. Maybe I haven't put the content out. Maybe I have. So when he started his globe trotting, he went to Saudi Arabia and had them capitulate to him. Now, how does he do that? He had the NSA in his pocket. All their communications, all their proofs of raping children, financial crimes, this and that. He goes over there. I'm sure he's got folders and folders and folders and CD discs and DVDs, whatever. And he's got a lot of stuff, and he says... We got it all. So, of course, everybody's scared. They don't want to be outed in public. So they got rid of their person, I don't know what they call it, the president, their their country leader. Excuse me. And um, put somebody else in, in charge. And then, interestingly enough, they had the sword dance. Now, the person that holds the sword is the king. And it, it normally would not be a foreign person. But why did they do that? So they're recognizing him as the king of something. It's saying he's the most powerful man 
Or maybe they're saying that they owe everything to him because he just delivered their country from satanic leadership, right? So we have that. Then Trump went to Israel. Same thing. Had them capitulate to him. And they had to think about it. He had to stay a little extra time. And he did. And they capitulated to him. And then he went to the Vatican, where all the money's at, right? So, goes to the Vatican, same thing. Um, kind of joking with the Pope about the red shoes. Might want to put your red shoes on for this one. Which, you know, the red shoes are actually made of uh, children that they they kill. This is made out of, it's human leather. And basically went all around the IMF. Didn't really, you know, mess with the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers. He went around and he absolutely cut them off at the knees. So when he's done there he in, in the Vatican, he then ends up going to England. And he basically took control of all the money because between the Queen and the Vatican, they have control over all the money. So, so the queen is basically, you know, if, if you, if you really were to question things that were going on, the queen and all the royals have been evicted from the palace. They are, in fact, they're talking right now, today, about disbanding the UK government, whatever that means. I'm not sure if that's the queen, the, the actual government, I'm not sure what is going on there but i do know that they all went home right before easter and they they said it was because of coronavirus you know this virus that has a 99.5% success rate you know nobody's nobody's dying of this um only only when they you know only if you have a heart attack and die or something then they have to list it as covid because it's a you know, fake pandemic. I, I don't even want to get into that right now. That whole thing just, that's a piss me off topic, really. But anyway, so, so he's taking control of all the money. He is, at this point, in the game. After going to the Vatican and to England and to Israel, he is now... The most powerful man on the planet. They have all capitulated to him. All of them. 100%. So, he has to, so he, he's in control of all the money, basically globally. And, because, you know, they, they own all these countries. And, you know, they, they direct everything through their finances. That's why the whole world... See, this is something that a lot of you don't really understand. The whole world is watching what's going on in America. Why is that? Because the whole world recognizes Trump as the most powerful man on the planet. It's funny how... We don't, but, and by we, I, I really mean like, you know, Democrats or people that watch the news and get sucked into all that BS. Clueless, just absolutely clueless. So, um, this is the most powerful man on the planet. He's taken down the whole money system globally. 
and he is bringing in a rainbow currency. Now, Nasara, this is the really, really, really super good news. So, Nasara basically is kind of going back and saying, you know, remember that Tesla guy? You know, he's trying to get free energy. We're going to do that. Free energy. Uh, a lot of um, patents that had been suppressed are now going to go through. A lot of which are medical um, patents. So we're going to have freedom of choice as far as our medical goes. We're going to have a rainbow currency that is backed by precious metals. Silver, gold, platinum. There's another one. Um, but at least those three. So, we're going to, and, and you know, the funny thing is, is, you know, all these years, everybody's been able to predict, you know, uh, the economy, the housing market, the this and the that, and they can't predict a damn thing right now. All they can look at is what's actually going on. Of course, they're saying a housing crash in December of 2020. I, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, I actually think there, there's, you know, something else is going to happen. And I believe Nasara, and, and you know what, Google something else. Google, when you're looking up Nasara, I want you to look up med beds. So these med beds, this is one of the technologies that apparently has been suppressed. And it actually answered a lot of questions for me because I said, you know, when they save these children that have been trafficked, it, you know, why, how, how does that work? You know, I mean, these are, I mean, you know, they're children and, you know, we love children and all that, but they're severely damaged. Like, how do you get past that, you know? And, and so, you know, my mind is kind of wandering and I'm saying, you know, there's got to be something they can do, you know, maybe um, a way to suppress memories and stuff. We, we know, you know, MK Ultra and all that, you know, so maybe, maybe the government's got, you know, a plan like that, you know, for these children. And then I ran into some information on the med beds and the med beds. Wow. Y'all going to get excited about this. So President Trump said back in June, I think it was June 20th, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. But back in June, he said, a year from now, most of your medical, what did he say? Uh, medical options uh, will be a thing of the past. We won't, we won't have a need for them. Now, that's kind of a curious statement. So now, now I'm looking at this whole thing and I'm saying this is kind of on a Jesus level, right? You know, med bed technology. Okay, so the med beds, let me, let me, oh wow, this is so exciting. So the med beds uh, cure all illness. If you were in the military and, you know, had your leg blown off, they take your DNA and I guess it's about 50 or 55 minutes in this bed. It's supposed to regenerate a new limb for you. And this is not stem cell. This is your own DNA. So it can regenerate limbs, teeth, I guess, uh, cure you of cancer and any other kind of ailments, repairs your DNA, And allegedly, when it's all said and done, I don't know if this is in one visit. I don't know if you have to do multiple. I, that part I was not clear on. But it also has the ability to give you at least the vigor, probably even the look of a 30-year-old. You'll be back to the way you were when you were about 30. That's exciting. That's really exciting. So if you're out there and you're sick, and you don't know, you know, how much longer you can hang in there. Look, it, it, it's 11 months. Well, actually, we're, we're almost going into August. So, when he said a year from now in June, 
of course, that doesn't necessarily mean it'll happen in June. It might be in January, but, you know, we don't know. But at any rate, um, you know, if you can hang in there a little while longer, there's there's some lot of hope there, a lot of hope. So when Nisara rolls out, our old money system is not going to be any good. We're going to have the MedBed technology. We're going to have new currency. And the it's just, it's fascinating to me. So I think, now understand, and I'm going to do a whole podcast on, on this next thing I'm going to say. So I, I can't get too deep into it because my time's almost up. Our, you know, they've been trading and selling um, our birth certificates on the market since uh, back in the 50s, I want to say. 50s. Well, that's when the UCC came in. So actually probably 1933 because that's when we went into bankruptcy as a country. It's going to be a long, long talk about that one one night. But we are basically, we were born into slavery. So all these people talking about, you know, reparations for black people, blah, blah, blah. And Trump's not going to say, no, you're not going to get reparations. And he's not going to say yes. And the reason why is because we all are going to get reparations. We were all born into slavery. Our credit system, everything, everything is going to be done. Now, I don't know if it's going to be done within a year. Um, you know, we are, tra- he keeps saying we're transitioning to greatness. So, you know, this, this might be, you know, kind of like peeling back the layers because we're, we're, um, we're going to move into a whole new era. We're in the gold age, right? So buy gold and silver. And, uh, you know, it, it sounds really expensive, but you can get, you know, like the little, uh, silver bars, you know, and they have the five gram bars for about nine or 10 bucks each last time I looked that, which was last week. So it's gone up, but I don't think, I don't think it's too much more for the little ones, but you can get those all day long. You can get, you know, the actual like silver rounds for, they were 22 and change last week. Uh, I know they've gone up, so I'm not sure what they are now. And it could change between the time you hear this and, you know, the time you're ready to order. But, um, you know, look for some good companies out there that are um, selling silver and gold. So, yeah, get you some get you some metal, metal um, you know, some silver or gold coins. And, you know, shoot, 10 minutes after you buy it, you've already, you know, you've already made a profit, right? Before it even gets to your house. So, so there's that. So, you know, there's a lot of really good stuff coming. And we're going to talk more about Nasara Jasara. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of hope and all that out there. There's a lot of really good stuff coming. But for those who have not paid attention, you know, um, really just thought there was just a lot of BS in the world uh, regarding Pizzagate and all that, this is going to be really hard for you. This is the Great Awakening. But, you know, we got to do it. It's got to happen. Bless up. I'm out.